All right, welcome back to Sticks Golf Roundtable number five. Uh, this week we've got an awesome featured guest, Michael Brennan, one of the hottest college golfers in the country right now. He's a sophomore at Wake Forest University and just played in his first PGA Tour event at uh, Riviera. So looking forward to that. But before we get to Michael, want to do a brief ad read for Swing U, our title sponsor. Swing U Premium, the world's most comprehensive golf game improvement app with the industry's easiest to use on-course GPS, scorecard, and strokes gained stat features. Track every shot you hit and develop a completely customized bag mapping so that your digital caddy can provide accurate club recommendations all over the course. And the on-demand library of tips and drills from the top 100 instructors means you'll be learning from the best in the business, giving you confidence you need to play the best golf right away. Whether you're on the course or at home, premium subscribers are improving all the time. Join Swing You Premium today and start shooting lower scores. Now let's get to the pod. All right, Sticks Golf Roundtable number five, and uh, we have an awesome guest this t- uh, tonight. One of you know, probably arguably one of the best college golfers in the country. As I think of, he's the best. I think he might be the best <laughs> golfer in the country as of right now. Um, Michael Brennan. So he'll be uh, coming in with us in you know a few minutes. So we're gonna wait on him a little bit. I, I actually just saw him on uh, Facetime. He was ripping from <laughs> Chipotle. So uh, we'll, we'll let him digest his food and then when he'll, he'll get here. But Rosie, how are we? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm good. I, I've played golf two days in a row um, back here in Virginia in, in February. So it's, it's tough to do that. I was able to play your home course for the first time ever. Uh, Cavalier down in Virginia Beach. It was a little brisk Sunday down there, but then uh, had a nice warm afternoon at, at my home course at Lakeside this afternoon. So, hey, anytime you can get back to back days of golf in in February. And uh, in Virginia, is a good weekend. That feels like you're stealing. Not bad at all. How did you like uh, the Cav? I mean, mm. that's a, we'll, we'll briefly chat a little bit about that, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it lived up to the hype for me. I, I've always heard it's a great course. Charles Banks has, has a great pedigree. Um, he's kind of one of these golden age architects. The only reason he's not more famous is his life was cut pretty short. He only designed 12 courses. Um, but he, I mean, that, that was a phenomenal golf course. And I really enjoyed the architectural templates that they had out there, like the Barretts and the Redan. I mean, it's a, it's a really neat place. Uh, I'm jealous that you get to call that home. That's a, that's a great spot. Yeah. The, uh, the, I love to tell people, you know, the fifth hole is probably, it's the largest green in Virginia. That's a single green. It's yeah. 84 yards long. I think more than that, right? Is no, I think it's 80. 80. I think it's 84. Okay. It might be, it might be a touch longer. It, I'm pretty sure it's 84 yards long. Um, the eyeball is about 84. That that seems about right after seeing it yesterday. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's a bear. I mean, you can play anywhere from 130 yards from the back tees to 220, which is Dude, this pretty summer, sick. This summer, <laughs> this summer, we should just sit out there one day, all day, maybe like a Monday or something, and just try and make 
Oh, impossibly. Maybe. I'm so in. Just sit the I'm dra- so just, in. Just get we get a drone battery. Get the other ones on the charger. Just sit there for a half hour filming the entire green. Dude, I, and I'll just I'll just tell Pat be like, hey, look, we'll be out there really early in the morning. Just cut an extra hole at like the very back left part of the green, and we'll just sit out there and try and make it. Get That'd some, be really fun. Get some lawn chairs and a cooler, and just post yeah. up. <laughs> Speaking of a cooler, uh, what do we got to drink tonight, Rosie? I've got a little Star Hill action. This is a snow blind double bach lager i don't know how i came across it but five years ago or so i tried this beer for the first time and it's like one of my favorite winter beers it's just it's awesome there you go well i am i'm back again with the beers that trey was nice enough to buy me last week uh the wicked brewing uh wicked weed wicked sorry wicked weed brewing uh G- God, something the coastal, coastal. love hazy can't, read, can't read can't read at all. <laughs> I, have a, I have a smoothie. I'm on. I'm a, I'm a healthy guy now. Yeah, Trey's on a health kick, but actually, Brennan Ooh. is coming in. Brennan is coming in. So everybody, get real, real, all excited. It's rock, rock and roll. And what's up, there fellas? There he is. What's going on? What's going oh, on, bud? It's gone. I know. I thought thought we were going to have the mullet. I was so excited. (laughs) No, it's been gone since freshman year. Oh, damn. I I, I looked at the Wake Forest, like the photo that's up there for you, and it's just rocking. And I was actually like kind of hoping it was still going to be there. But all right. Yeah, I looked back at photos and it looked horrible. And my my parents kind of made me cut it off as well. It's great for the confidence. It's so good for the confidence. Yeah. So good for the confidence. Don't let them tell you what to do, Mike. Come on. That's, I mean, yeah. I'll tell you what, that's got to be intimidating on the first day just to stand up next to somebody with an absolute <laughs> hammer mullet. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, How you been, dude, man? It's pretty I, thick. I've been good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what an incredible week you had last week. I mean, it was, yeah, it was unreal. I mean, it was stupid. And what a, I, and what a, what a whirlwind. I just right off the top kind of wanted to ask you, you know, how crazy it must have been coming in monday for a one-day college showcase you know i I guess you figure most likely uh you know not to say you were doubting yourself at all but most likely you know it's probably just a a really fun one day and then back to school but uh yeah plans changed quickly didn't they for you yeah it's um we weren't allowed practice rounds and we weren't even really allowed to see the course so i pulled up on monday and i was I had never seen Riviera other than just from standing on like the tee box. We had a luncheon on Saturday, um, but coach Haas caddied for me and he had some experience out there. So he was able to kind of show me around a little bit while we were playing. Um, and the yardage books are good and pretty detailed. So you kind of know where you're going a little bit, but I mean, I was just shooting blind for the most part. Did, uh, did coach Haas caddy for Will when he won back uh, a couple years ago? That's a great question. I don't have the answer to it. Fair enough. Um, so obviously Cameron Young, you know, comes in second or, mm-hmm. or tied for second. Is it second or tied for second? Uh, this week did, were you able to chat with him at all? Like fellow Deacon out there on the PGA tour? Yeah, pretty. Cool. Yeah. Cam and Will have been great. Uh, pretty funny Cam story. We were sitting having breakfast on Friday morning and he was off at seven or eight Oh six or seven Oh six. And I was off at eight 19. I think it was seven Oh six because it was like six 15. I just got to the course and we were having breakfast together and I asked him, I didn't know what time he was off. And I asked him, I was like, so what time are you playing? And he was like, I'm off at like seven Oh six. I was like, that's in 45 minutes. Like, shouldn't you be warming up, hitting balls or loosening up in the gym? He's like, man, it's freezing outside. And it was, 
I mean, it couldn't have been colder than 55, maybe 60. And uh, he showed me he had two pullovers on and he's like, <laughs> I can't do this. And, um, and then he goes out and he shot 62 on Friday. And I was like, bro, Jesus, that sounds yeah. eerily like that sounds just eerily like me or like a coach pitching it, like a college player in the van, like not wanting to get out of the van when it's raining <laughs> and like to like warm yeah. up for that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I mean, I didn't, get the chance to play on the team with him, but uh that sounds like kind of what he was like when he was at school and um i mean he warmed up for a few minutes and then just absolutely Where, lit it up is, is he from south florida or something what's going on with that he's from no he's from, from new, new york. york he lives in south florida now um but okay. he's from new york so i mean he yeah. should be used to it but he said he puts his seat heaters on in florida if it's below 70 that's pathetic anyway. that's pathetic yeah <laughs> Um, so, tell, so, 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 so tell people, cause I'm kind of curious myself, this, uh, the Genesis showcase, the college aspect, what's the format? I mean, you, you were partnered with will, but it's also an individual competition. Just tell us what that, what that tournament round was actually like and what the format. Yeah, is. it's, it's pretty weird and unique. So you play with one college player, one professional golfer, and then two amateurs and the amateurs are kind of like the donors for us. Um, so when we went out there, we had three teams, um, me, Mark Power, and Alex Fitzpatrick from the men's team at Wake. And then we brought four donors along with us. And so each college player has two donors. And um, we had another donor, Dermot Desmond from uh, Ireland, and he couldn't make it. So he had two fill-in guys who were members at Riviera, and they played with, ended up playing with Mark. So each college player has two donors and then a, a tour pro. and. So, I mean, I'm waking up on Monday. I'm just trying to take it like a, I mean, a tournament, but it's kind of weird. You have Will um, playing with you and then you have two guys uh, played with Todd Wurstler and Mike Twilley. And I mean, they're decent golfers, um, probably single digit, <laughs> you know, about 10 handicaps, but that was a nice way it's to not say like it. you're playing in a, in a college crazy. tournament. Yeah. That was really um, kind of you, Michael. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's just kind of it's different. Like you're walking up to the green. I've caught myself a few times and like didn't realize that they're still like hitting up their you know third shots onto the green or whatever for the most part. Um, so like you have to try to stay focused, but also, I mean, we had a great time and and they're great guys and the group was a lot of fun and the the vibes were pretty good. Um, but it's I mean, it's not like you're playing with other guys that you're trying to beat. <laughs> that, that that's a really weird dichotomy. It's like. It, it's just, it kind of sounds like a hit and giggle. Like you're out there playing a little pro-am, you got Will's out yeah. tours, you got a couple of am, but at the same time, you got a, you got a spot in a PGA tour event on the line. So it's, it's, yeah, it's I mean, serious, it really but it's wasn't not serious. Yeah. It, it was like a pro-am, but the guys will, and obviously I, I played, was playing pretty good and I was five under through 11 and they were you know trying to root you on and uh, doesn't suck they couldn't all. give you advice and stuff, but um like if you're making a putt or something like that, hitting good shots, they're giving you knocks and trying to encourage you to play play good golf. So did you really have to scramble? Like when you when you win the thing on Monday and all of a sudden your plans change, you know, I guess yeah. you were planning to fly back Tuesday and all of a sudden you're going to be in Riviera through at least Friday. <laughs> yeah, we had a, a, a red eye back Monday night. And I mean, after getting in on Tuesday, it was, or on Monday, it was, it was pretty nuts. Um, we had to find housing. Get a courtesy car. Uh, I had to decide who was going to caddy for me, and it's kind of register for the event. I mean, it was kind of just all thrown on me, and even do laundry. I didn't have enough clothes to last me through the week, so I had to like they have a laundry service in the locker room, you know, that the guys all have. So 
ended up working out fine, but uh, Monday and Tuesday were pretty hectic. So that's the first time you played in a tour event, obviously, right? Yeah. What was your biggest sort of takeaway from the whole experience? What was your, either your favorite thing that happened or the, the thing that you, the thing you enjoyed the most about doing that? I got a circle T. Yeah. That was pretty yes. cool. That's the <laughs> yeah. most honest answer I've ever heard about a question. Yes. That's <laughs> awesome. What kind that is my first one? Like? That's your I first one? It. It's, it's a, yeah. First one. It's a timeless. How is that uh, possible? New, never, I've never asked. For, I'd, not a huge, you know, it was cool. They, I mean, they just have two like big bags on the putting green with just lined with circle tees. And I was like, all right, I'm playing in the field. I have got to get one. So I asked some of the reps, I was like, can I get this? It was 35. I had to get it cut down to 34. It's a, a timeless, uh, Newport two. It's got a dot on the top, no line. Um, it's got this new like graphite shaft. It feels so soft. You know, like an face. LA LA shaft or whatever LA golf. Shaft. It's a it's like a it's a Mitsubishi chemical. It's all black black grip, okay. and then it's got a chrome head. I, I think it looks so sick. Uh, my coach wouldn't really let me use it during the week because I was putting okay, um, and I played obviously decent on Monday. So I'm sorry. You just qualified for your first PJ Tour event, and you said you putted okay. Strikes it really well, I heard. <laughs> did you hit 18 greens? Like, what do you mean? Like, you had to. Have I, I think I may have hit like 16. I was striping it on Monday. <laughs> yeah, had a boy. Yeah, and actually, um, you hit 16. You, you shot two over last weekend, so like that's pretty good too. That's putting it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean. The whole experience was cool. The circle T is awesome, you know, just to have it and kind of be like, look, I've got a circle T now um, yeah. is sick. And I put it right into play. I was kind of excited, not that I missed the cut, but that the tournament was over because then I knew that I could start practicing with it because I wasn't allowed to touch it before the oh, tournament ended. Man. That's hilarious. So that was fun. It's like cruel, um, cruel and unusual punishment. It's just sitting in the yeah. hotel room. Like your parents yeah. give you a Christmas present, unwrapped, set it under the tree. You can't touch it until, until the yeah. 25th. Yeah, that's so exactly. rude. Oh. Exactly. But I mean, I did play with Rory on Tuesday. Played nine with him in a practice mm. round, and that was just also cool. Yeah, there you go. That goes to my next question. Talk to me about your practice rounds. Because like, yeah. if, if I'm <clears throat> you and I just get – like, I would stand on the first tee and just – wait until like my favorite golfer showed up and be like, can I please play with you? Please. Yeah, there's, this, there's this amateur. He's been on the tee for an hour. For an hour. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Scott, but Tom has been waiting for you to get to the first tee for three hours. <laughs> yeah. Please play golf with them. So on Monday night, um, Rory was out practicing and my assistant coach, Aaron O'Callaghan played some like junior golf and boys events with him in Ireland because they're both from Ireland. So he knew Rory and he's at, he knows his caddy Harry really well. So he kind of went up to him. He was like, look, like one of my guys just got in. What are your plans tomorrow? And he said, I'm playing at nine. And he was like, can he join you basically? And he was like, sure. So I, I mean, I got that figured out like kind of Monday evening. Um, but um, I just signed with Wasserman um, like agent guys. And yep. so my, my agent was out there, uh, Terry Riley, and we were working. He was like, you know, we can try to get a, a gig with, with Ricky or Victor or someone like that, or it's another Wasman guy. Um, so I think it would have been cool either way, but I mean, you just can't beat Rory. Once I found that out, I was like, you know, I don't care who else I'm playing with, you know, it's just, I got to play with Rory. Was, uh, how was it? Did yeah, you guys, did you guys have a good conversation? Was, was he fun to be with? Yeah, he was great. Super nice guy. Um, on the second hole, 
or the third hole, the 12th hole, I hit kind of, it was into the wind. I hit kind of like a heel spinny drive into the right rough and he hits his bullet draw. And I mean, he was 40 past me in the fairway. <laughs> was, yeah, and I would say I'm question, a pretty yeah. long, I would consider myself to be a pretty long hitter. Um, and I, I mean, I hadn't seen someone that far past me in a, in a while. Yeah. Is I mean, you're is Rory as short as I think he is in person? Um, height wise, like height wise. Yeah, like, no, no, I, I, I know he's no. I would say like not. You wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, like he's super small, but um, not tall. I mean, I no, okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, got it. All right, so, that's all I needed to know. So, who else did you play a practice round with? So I played with him in the morning. We got done at like. 1130 ish, no, probably 11. And then I just went and had some food, had some lunch, uh, practiced a little bit. And um, I was having so much fun just hanging out on the putting green and in the driving range. I didn't even really want to go out and play again, but I knew <laughs> I had to. Um, so we kind of went late afternoon and um, I didn't want to walk up the hill from the clubhouse down to the range. Is It's a massive hill. So walking back up to get to one T was going to be kind of a pain. So I just slid over to three T and the next group coming off two greens was Aaron Rye and Brandon Hagee. So I was just like, can I join you guys? I was going to just slide out by myself, but it looked kind of busy, you know, coming down one and two. And they were like, yeah, for sure. And, um, I mean, Aaron Rye, he's, you know, the double gloves, he's got the iron covers, <laughs> yeah. what a the challenge. me and my golf, you know, logo on his hat. And he couldn't have been a nicer dude. Uh, my coach and I were kind of like joking that he's our new favorite player on tour, but uh, wow. he and Brandon Hagee were both super cool. And, uh, but we had a really good time, played seven holes together. And then that was about it. And went and had some dinner. Fair enough. What'd you eat? Chipotle? Chipotle. <laughs> I oh, kid you not. I swear. Let's go. Keep it consistent. You know, whatever you eat at, at school is working. So just keep that in the stomach. Are you a, an impact? Are you a bowl guy or burrito guy? Um, I mostly do bowl because I feel like you just get more food. Um, but I'll I'll mix mix it up and do burrito sometime. We went out to like really nice restaurants out in LA, but because it was like kind of during the tournament time, and we just wanted something quick. Um, Chipotle was just so easy. When you're, when you're playing good golf, are you, do you have any sort of like superstition, not superstition, but like, are you a routine based guy? Do you eat, you eat the same, if I'm playing really well, I eat the same, same restaurant, same order back to back to back. Um, yeah, sometimes Outback is kind of a, a staple of mine. Uh, specifically wow. when I, when I go travel with my dad, I feel like we always try to find like the closest Outback and uh, we hit that up pretty often. Are we blooming and onion? Like, are we getting the blooming or no, what, no, no, what we, we always, I hammer the bread. The bread is the best, the bread and butter. <laughs> bread and then we get wings. Um, I'll probably do wings and then a burger, sometimes a steak. Um, but like during the state am in, the I the one I wanted Keswick. Yeah, so we went to Outback. I think five nights in a row. That's my actually dad the memory did. that I was going with. The only state am that I made a nice run in. I lost in the final four. I had the same hibachi restaurant in in Blacksburg five yeah. nights. <laughs> Wait, yeah. which one? I uh, Sakura. The, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom knows. Yeah, I know that one. I've, I've frequented I that place there, quite a bit. After, after I sat in there alone one night after my my tournament roommate had uh, been eliminated that's a sad meal <laughs> it was yeah that, i could not eat it i just made my 
200th birdie of the week and I was just ready to rumble. Yeah. Well, um, obviously, I mean, if anybody that's listening to this doesn't know who you are, or what you've done the last couple of years, I mean, four time winner now at, uh, at Wake Forest, you're now on a list with Billy Chapman, Bob Byman, Billy Andre, uh, Lee Bedford for four time winners. And uh, I think you're going to be chasing after Lanny Watkins, Jay Haas and Cameron Young for that fifth win this year, at least in the next couple of years. Um, but just talk to me about, you know, you've on, on a little bit of a heater, like, you know, what have you found? Like what's working for you? Like, you know, what's going right for, for you right now in golf? Um, my, my been able to score the ball a lot better. And one of Rory's pieces, like biggest pieces of advice to me when I played with him is when he was a junior golfer, he turned 68s into 72s and now he turned 72s to 68s. And I feel like I've turned 68s. I've gone from turning 72s into 70s. Um, you know, I haven't quite gotten to that 68 level. Um, and that's what makes an elite professional golfer, but, uh, my putting and chipping has kind of, um, really improved from my junior golf. I'd always hit the ball pretty decent. Um, I really straight off the tee. I I remember. Um, but I would have putts. I mean, I'd have rounds where I'd walk off with like 36, 37, 38 putts around. And I don't really do that anymore. Especially now with that circle tee. I was going to say, no, I don't think I can have any more than like 30 after getting that bad boy. <laughs> yeah. I think you have to, yeah. I think you're required to forfeit it. If, uh, if, if you have more than 32 putts. Yeah. <laughs> so I got, I, I, so what is, what was it like? What was it like meeting Tiger Woods? That's, that's the only, yeah, it's the only, I mean, I have to know. So I didn't know I was going to meet them. They, my agent tells me you have a photo shoot at 10 15 at the top of the clubhouse. So I was like, okay, this is on, on Wednesday. So I was, we couldn't play anyway because they had the pro-am. So I was just hanging out and doing whatever at the course I got there. I mean, I was Riviera could be the favorite, my favorite course I've ever played. I was just fired up to be around. So I got up there at like eight o'clock in the morning, um, just potting, hanging out. So I walk up like 10, 10 or whatever, uh, try to find the guy that I'm, I'm eating. And I see tiger, like just kind of in the living area, like front part of the clubhouse. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like that's tiger woods. And the guy that I was meeting, uh, was like, yeah, like you're about to meet him and take pictures with him. He's like, we just kind of kept it a secret on you. I was like, no, I was, I started freaking out. I mean, I was like sitting in the thing. I was hyperventilating. So so yeah, he goes and takes a few photos and then we go outside and meet and we chat for five minutes or so and then take a couple pictures. And then, uh, then that was that. What did you see him? I've always wondered if I've never met him, but like, what do you, it's like me, like, it's like talking to like the hottest girl you've ever seen. Like, what do you, you just talk just to talk? Like, what do you, what I feel do like you, I would have verbal diarrhea. Yeah, what did you say? <laughs> like, I just, yeah, I just no, wouldn't know what to say. I, I, I was kind of choking on my words specifically at definitely at the beginning. I was like, Tiger, like, first of all, I said, thanks for letting me get a chance to play in the event. Um, he was like, yeah, that's awesome that you got in. You 66 is great. It was kind of cool that he, you know, knew I shot 66 or whatever. Yeah. Um, I was like, that's crazy but um it was cool um he was walking a little gingerly which was kind of sad to see i hope he gets you know back out there pretty soon um didn't seem like it was going to be for a a little bit maybe but um i think i mean he was so nice the documentary will be amazing if he wins again yeah yeah (laughs) that would be stupid (laughs) so uh i mean gosh that's gotta be so cool. And, and you said Riviera really, really lived up to the hype. Huh? That was, Oh yeah. I mean, could be favorite goal. I can't, I'm 
can't really put a golf course against it that almost compares to right. what I thought Riviera was. So what is it with you and winning at like the hardest, coolest <laughs> golf courses ever? Like, you know, yeah. you Kiowa, you went at Pinehurst number two, you went at Riviera. I mean, look, I, I love, I love your whole home golf course. I like old town. I mean, I, I liked it, but I mean, that's probably, I mean, it's probably number four on that list, but still, I mean, that's yeah. pretty special places that you win. Is your game just kind of suited for harder, the better. I like harder golf courses. I hate the fact that, like some tour courses, you have to go out and shoot 20 something under to have a chance of winning. Um, at least for a three day college event, I love a winning score in the kind of five to 10 region. Cause I feel like that's just, if you play really good golf, it's going to be tough. There are some holes that you have to hit good drives on. And maybe that's why I do decent because I drive the ball pretty decent. Um, so like colonial is pretty tight. Riviera was pretty tight. Um, Pinehurst can be tight. Um, but I think it's just, it's fun to kind of, struggle to make par sometimes and when you get birdies it's it's just it's bonus yeah, versus the feeling you, uh, that you have to go out and shoot eight under every single round to have a chance i saw when you finished i don't know what it was at the end of day two but when you finished up you were fourth in strokes gained off the tee um combining yeah. accuracy and distance so i mean amongst the best players <clears throat> in the world to be fourth in total driving is is in your Quite a testament. It kind of makes sense as to why you do, why you feel like you do better on tougher courses. Because if you're striping it down the fairway, it's you know, it's typically all easier, be, but so tough if you're if you're sitting in the yeah. fairway, three twenty off the tee, you know, most holes. So that makes sense. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's um, it is nice. Did you find it, Riviera? I think one thing that's evident just sitting watching it on TV, it really seems like being on the correct side of the fairway, or even being on you know, the right rough might be better than the left side of the fairway in some instances. Did you feel that way? That's kind of what it looks like on TV, that placement off the tee is is really key, not just being in the middle. Yeah, the fairways, they're tight at Riviera. Um, one extremely tight fairway. Um, I mean, 10 is just a, a crazy hole. That's not even, you know, that's just kind of throwing that aside. 11's really tight, 12's tight, 13's tight. Um, but the biggest thing that I found was, a lot that Riviera has a lot of the greens run away from you, um, which was really unique. Um, let's see, like three runs away from you, four runs away from you, five runs away from you. Um, and then I don't think you get the next one, 10 runs away from you, 13 kind of runs away from you. Um, and you just don't see that at any other golf course. You may get one hole that, you know, that kind of pitches front to back and that's their thing. But at Riviera, it's on so many holes. So being in the fairway, and being able to put some spin on it just makes it so much easier because if you're in the right rough and you've got a front pin and it's kind of going away from you, the closest you're going to get is 30, 40 feet. Mm -hmm. um, so that was pretty unique. And there are definitely some holes, you know, it's like being in the right rough is much easier than being in the left rough. But I wouldn't say it was that different compared to a, a normal golf course where, you know, some sides are definitely favored. At any point in time in the week, did you chip over the middle of the, the green in the middle of the green <laughs> or the bunker in the middle of the green? No. Um, why not? I didn't. Why not? Oh, just for, just um, for fun. Like why? Like you no. have to, you can't take it. Yeah, I feel like I probably should have. I didn't even think about it. I hit some putts for fun, just kind of going way over the bunker and trying to get it to come down. Fair enough. Um, but no, I told myself that if the pin was on the right side, I wasn't going to be left of that bunker. And if the pin was on the left side, I wasn't going to be right of that bunker. That's probably smart. Uh, which I ended up doing all right. I made two pars on that hole. 
Fair enough. I, hate, I, I just I feel like it, that's just, you got to, yeah, at least try it one time Let and just try, pray yeah. to God that you don't take a chunk out of the green. Cause you yeah. have to get a fine of some kind. Yeah, we, were, we were actually talking about that. Would the players get a little maintenance fee for taking mm-hmm. a pivot on the green? Probably invoice. Not. Yeah. A little, exactly. Mike, we were, uh, several of us, uh, obviously the three of us here were, we're all rooting you on and, and following the scores closely online. You had an outside shot to make the cut, you know, coming down the stretch on Friday, which to even have a shot in that, that star studded field says, says a lot about you. Were you very aware? Were you acutely aware or not aware at all of where you stood on the cut line or where, what was your mindset? Um, like say making the turn on Friday. Yeah, so I was I would say pretty aware just because I shot even on the first day and I was T61. So you kind of know that even or maybe one under is going to be your number. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a, a bit of a tough start on uh, a two. I caught a flyer out of the right rough and I was literally 40 yards over the green hitting my third shot and made bogey. And then five, the fairway ends, hit it through the fairway. Then I put it over the green again and was pretty screwed and kind of hit it up and three putted from 40 or so feet so i was you know i was kind of starting from behind for sure um but i did make a couple nice birdies um i birdied what 10 or not 10 um 11 um i didn't really think i had a ton of a chance until i birdied 15 yeah Mm -hmm. i hit a really nice eight iron into 15 uh to like three feet for another birdie um and i actually hit great shots into 12 and 13 as well um I had 12 footer, 13 footers on both of those holes and missed them. Um, so I was like, all right, I'm starting to put some better swings on the ball. Let's just keep doing this. And maybe we can, you're gonna have to get a little lucky to make four birdies coming in. But, um, I was like, maybe I have a chance of doing it, put a great swing on 15. Um, and then 16, I hit a poor shot and three putted from, I mean, 35, 40 feet. And that was kind of like, all right, you know, after that, I, I was like, I guess you can go Eagle birdie to finish, but the chances <laughs> are pretty unlikely. And I was um, say, you look like you almost chipped in on, on 70 for Eagle. Yeah, right? Our other VSGA hero. Mark <laughs> yeah. Mark. yeah. You should have called Mark. Yeah, he would, he would have told you, he would have told you the secret to 17. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I almost, I did almost chip in on 17, hit a driver and then a big, big high slice three wood to like a back left pin. Um, I had to get relief from the grandstands, which is kind of cool. You know, you just don't have to get yes. relief relief from grandstands um in all your college events um and then nearly chipped in but so how how were the fans out there was there anybody any like go deeks any anything you know kind of fun that any of the fans were saying or shouting or anything yeah i mean i'll get a go deek or you know go wake forest or something like that out there um it was the coolest parts fan wise were teeing off like 10 or finishing on 18 because that's just such like a main area and maybe I'll catch a group on like 17 teen. You get a group going from three to four and say like Xander's playing. I mean, I'm not, I'm not pulling all the fans uh, when I was out there playing, but there were certain times when you had more than others. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's funny. You have guys like drunk guys on 14 and 17 in the stands and they're, you know, rooting you on or whatever. And yeah, I got behind 14. The first I had like a 40 footer and he's like, you know, I got 15 on you to two putter or something like that, which I, don't, I think it's kind of fun. You know, maybe I guess I could see how it could get annoying if you're doing that, you know, every week. But for me being as my first time, I, I absolutely loved it. That's awesome. It's so much fun. That's so, yeah. so jealous. Hey, speaking um, of, oh, you go ahead, Tom. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. 
God damn it. <laughs> Go, Rosie. <laughs> Jesus. Speaking of Wake Forest, man, I, I, I was, uh, you know, thinking about your decision to, to go there. I mean, you were highly talented, obviously, coming out of high school. Uh, Tom alluded to some of your, you know, accolades. You had, I think I, I read somewhere you had, you know, Virginia, Duke, um, Clemson, Vanderbilt on the table. Obviously, all those programs have great facilities, great coaches, great history. What, what put Wake Forest over the top for you is what I was curious about. Um, I would say, yeah, so my top three were kind of Wake, Vandy, and Clemson. Um, UVA had a lot of interest, Duke had a lot of interest, um, but UVA, or um, Wake, Clemson, and Vandy were my top three, and I really liked the coaches at all three. Facilities were great. Um, Downside to Vandy is the practice facilities. Sometimes, you know, 30 minutes away on a good day could be a lot worse, depending on the traffic in Nashville. Um, and I just felt like I would be wasting so much time if I had to commute an hour and a half going every day, you know, going to and from. Dude, welcome uh, to my practice. 45 facility. minutes on a good day. Yeah, we were 45 to an hour at uh, TU, but you know what? When you play at Temple, you, we've earned it. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, <clears throat> I don't know. I just, I didn't want to deal with that. And Wake's facility is unbelievable. And it's literally a three minute walk from the freshman dorms. I, you can't beat it. Um, and then when I was on campus with coach Haas, we just driving around in the cart and stuff. He, I felt like he knew everybody on campus. Um, and he's a bit of a crazy person in <laughs> probably the best way possible. Um, super, I mean, the energy is unmatched. I didn't meet a, a coach that even could sniff that. Um, and he loved to play games and do stuff like that. Like when we're out practicing and we find a football, sometimes we'll just stop mid practice and start throwing the football or something like that, or playing wiffle ball on the practice field. Um, and I could kind of just get a sense of that when I was visiting and was like, I just want to be a part of that and have some fun. I think there's definitely like That's a great. fine line when you have such good players and you know, you're, you're, recruiting like that you have to have something that's going to be fun and just take your mind off golf and it's not it have to be all business all the time because you guys are so good and just builds team camaraderie so we saw the auburn guys when we were at auburn play doing the same thing they were playing wood bat like with a tennis ball playing baseball on the uh on, <laughs> yeah, on the, on in the, the middle the, of like the 11th the, fairway in the middle yeah on the golf course <laughs> yeah you know, they were on they were on the, they were in the short game but it was uh yeah that that's this seems like a lot of fun and my program didn't do any of that because we were all just we were just we kept getting beat every week so <laughs> He didn't have any, any time. Actually, just, had yeah. to actually practice golf. Yeah. Had to practice golf. Yeah, exactly. To try and catch up with the, the other programs. But yeah, that, that's, that's gotta be such a, such a fun thing to have. Yeah. I feel like the guys are pretty self-motivated and the coaches understand that. So they're not really getting on you too much to, you know, Oh, Michael, you got to get out and practice. Um, we kind of all do. We don't have any team practices really no you know, practice times. Um, there are times when we have to be done with class by two o'clock or something, but I mean, we pull up to the facility anytime you want, you can be done anytime you want, um, do whatever you want. So it's kind of like, I mean, what you did in junior golf and yeah. the coach was like, you know, if you're, That's... if you got good enough to play here at wake, um, you know, doing your own thing, then why are we going to try to switch everything up when you get to school? That's, That's so, really cool. I mean, obviously, yeah, you, to get to that level, you, you, you figured out how to do it your own way, but I still, yeah. that's still surprising. That's cool. I, I, I still would have figured you had regimented, you know, time practices. I know we certainly did, um, you know, where I went to school, but I think that's really neat yeah, that even yeah. at the top level, they say, Hey, 
you guys know what you're doing. Go run with it. You know, there's no question that you all are driven and, and are going to work hard at it. So I think that's pretty Yeah, good. we all have a, you know, everyone's got their coach back home. Everyone's mm-hmm. got their, you know, whatever. Um, so the coaches are there for assistance. And if you ask them to do something, they're more than willing to jump in and do it with you um, and, you know, help you with chipping, putting or whatever it may be, have you look at your swing, but they're not trying to get in your face and, you know, be like, all right, you need to hit wedges for an hour today, or you have to go putt and do this and do that. Um, so I thought it, it would, it's ended up being perfect. Um, I think we have a great relationship between my coach, Adam Harrell back home, my fitness coach, Jason Meesh back home. And then my trainer here and my two coaches here. Um, so we've kind of all worked together, um, make sure we're just pulling in the same direction and it's worked great. Love that. Um, I've, I've, always, I've, I've, been thinking about wanting to ask somebody that's, you know, kind of high up in college golf and you're kind of the perfect person to ask, but um, looking f- to your next, I mean, guess two and a half years of college golf. Uh, what do you think of the PGA tour you kind of program? And, and is that somewhere in the back of your mind? Like, are you, is that something that you're going to be working towards <clears throat> trying like, you know, gain points on that and trying to get to the PGA tour that way? Or what are, what are kind of some of your thoughts on that whole situation? Yeah, it's incredibly interesting. Uh, the PGA tour stuff totally changes how I would say I would think about turning pro. Um, yeah. For like, I have a great example, Alex Fitzpatrick, I think is number four on PGA tour university or number five right now. Um, he was four for a while. So kind of seeing him and you know what he's trying to do and finish top five to get his corn Ferry card next year. is cool to see it firsthand. Um, but it's definitely a great opportunity. Unfortunately, they only start counting events your junior mm-hmm. year. So, yeah. you know, I feel like nothing that, I've done has obviously it matters for like your ranking and stuff and getting your name out there. But as far as, you know, PGA tour university, it, it doesn't matter at all. So it is kind of interesting. Um, and it, I would say most certainly has kept kids in school to try to get those top spots versus turning pro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, unfortunately I was not at the top echelon of college golf when I was in junior, senior year at Virginia tech. So I didn't have to worry about that. And it, it wasn't exists. there. So it doesn't <laughs> matter. You know so it's okay. yeah. If it had been there, who knows? If, hey, if it had been there, happen. I probably wouldn't have been in talks anyways. <laughs> so it, it's all good. It's fine. I think it's no that's, biggie. That's, it, that really is a great thing. I mean, there's people that'll say, Oh, it takes away spots from, you know, nah, it's, bullshit. It's, it's, it's the best. Uh, it's, it's, it's awesome. Players. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. Um, what do you got coming up this year? Like besides, you know, you're playing with wake, but like, do you have any big plans for the summer? Obviously trying to try and do like USAM, all those kind of big, big events, but what do you got coming up this summer? Um, so, I mean, our team's down in Florida right now. Um, it kind of sucks being at home and checking the scores online. Yeah. Virginia Tech's in but second the, place. Let's go. Come I know on. you guys are playing, playing super. I think we're in ninth of 12th after two days. Well, that's because um, you're not there. Tour players <laughs> That's yeah, I think we're going to play in the PGA tour event. Just decide to sit this week out. We're going to have a, we're going to have a great last day, but um, our next event is at Pinehurst number two. Um, and then we're going down to Floridian and then Calusa yeah. Pines, which are unreal golf courses. Yeah. And then we start up ACC regionals and then postseason. I'll tell you what. Yeah. We might, we might peek our heads house. into the Floridian event because we're not too mm. far from there. For sure. I mean, that golf course, I don't know if you guys have played, but it's, it's awesome. Really good. So, so I guess, will you be defending it at Piners number two? Is that the tournament you won last year? I will be one of the tournaments. We'll be, we'll be defending at Piners number two. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. You have like a speech and shit. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah. 
I've got did that you actually? all written out. No. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Absolutely I'd be so not. I'm excited if you did. That would have been great. Absolutely How much tournaments did you play, Tom? I mean, did I, didn't, I, I, didn't, I didn't play in many. Like, let's be real honest. I didn't play in very many. Um, but over this? the summer. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm going to play. So they came out with the Elite Amateur Series, which is new this summer. Um, I don't know how much you guys know, but there's seven events over the summer that are counting that they count towards a, like a standing. And if you're in the top couple spots, I don't know exactly like how many spots are they get, but you can get into USAMs, get into PGA Tour events and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Um, and you have to play in a minimum of three of the seven to be considered. And they go based off Wagger, you know, so however Wagger weights the event, um, that's what their standings go off of, but only for those seven events. So I think I'm going to do four or five of the seven. Um, I'm going to do Northeastern and Sunny Hannah. That's kind of a back-to-back week up in New England. Um, so I'm just going to do those. Um, I think Sunny Hannah's first, actually. Go up yeah, to Pennsylvania. Sunny then, yeah, Sunny Hannah is the week before. Yeah, then drive to Rhode Island. Um for Juan Moist, it's so good. And then um, I'll do the Southern Am, which is at Sea Island. I think the plantation course at Sea Island. Uh, the Western Am. And that's probably it. The US Am is not counted towards the Elite Amateur Series. That's why. Um, are you exempt? Are you exempt for the US Am? Yeah, top 50 in the world on Wagger gets exempt. So, I mean, I'm Fantastic. assuming nothing crazy happens. Um, I would be in. Where are awesome. you right now? Um, 19. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, make, hey, just make a few more cuts and you'll be... Yeah. You'll, <laughs> just, yeah. Just put, as long as you're playing with a circle T, you'll be fine. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you're totally fine. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Lovely. So, yeah. we it's a nice nice uh, set of events over the summer. Looking forward to it. Feel pretty, Any, be pretty busy. Virginia? Anything in Virginia? Uh, there will be nothing in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I got to ask you. Thank you so much, Mr. Brennan. <laughs> That's the answer I was looking for. Yeah, Trey, Trey and I will be playing some amateur golf in Virginia, so we yeah. thank you for <laughs> opening up the spot up top. Leaving the scraps for the Yeah, the do, me a favor, do me a favor. Don't turn pro for like two more years at least so that I have a chance. At least I have like one more chance at getting a Corn well, Ferry card. just one extra spot. Yeah. Just yeah. one extra yeah. spot at Corn Ferry <laughs> card. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, dude, well, dude, I appreciate you coming on. This was awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it, fellas. It was good. We we need hopefully, to find time to, uh, to come up to Wake and 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 film y'all's facility and talk to the team and do kind of what we did at Auburn. I think we talked to you about that before, but that'd be that'd be so much fun to uh, to see kind of what y'all have going on. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I think our coaches would. I can't. I'm not. Can't speak for them, but uh, <laughs> I'm guessing they would be all right with it. I think Jerry's with, uh, crazy enough to let us come up there. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, he yeah he most definitely is. <laughs> tell him we're giving him a microphone he'll say come on by yeah exactly yeah. yeah well michael congratulations on all your success obviously this past weekend and uh, before that and good luck uh this year i'm sure you'll be uh cruising up that all-time wake forest victory leaderboard this next few years and we're excited to you know see what you got going on yeah i appreciate it fellas thanks for having me on yeah brother thanks, have, a good have a good all one right. bud see you guys what a great guy. Yeah, I mean, what, what awesome. a stud. I mean, what a stud. Also, one second, pod will continue, but Tom's tri- fo- my, uh, computer is on 6% right now, so we need to get a charger. <laughs> Bro, you were rustling around. Rustling. over here just. That was good. Yeah, that was great. Um, gosh, he is good, Dig off.
So good. I didn't realize he was. I knew he was. I I, I did not know he was nineteenth in Wagger. That's unreal. I'm only gonna be going up. You know what I mean? Like he'll be. Yeah. He could be a number one in the world kind of guy. That's unbelievable. Yeah. No, that kid's that kid's stupid good. I mean, yeah. Yeah. has been stud. He has been for so long. Like we. Yeah. We didn't talk about it with him, but like I mean, he he's been absolutely waxing us since he was. 15 years I, I, yeah i mean i, 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 I had I, him for like two years i had i had him on his ass when he was like 13 or 14 oh when and he, then 13. he had me yeah, then he had that, he had yeah when he, yeah. he was the youngest player to ever play in this yeah correct well that was also when i was on a heater then i was on a heater and he was little uh, i mean that was kind of what it was i feel like the first time i ever heard of him was uh the state open where he was i think 15 years old and he posted 64 in the final round and i Either lost in a playoff or only lost by one. And I was like, wait, who? 15 year old kid? What? Like, the same summer he medaled in the US and the, not US, the State Am. State Am. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Right under at Creighton Farm. Yeah, and he had acne all over his face. And now he looks like a stud with nice. a mullet. And he's just, a, he's an absolute bad. killer. He's on the, he's on the come up. He's on the he's come abs- up. He's an, he's an absolute killer. I absolutely uh, love it. That's so fun. Um, well, boys. I mean, there's, I mean, I think that's kind of the pod, but, but we had a little segment of, we we're going to chat a little bit about golf superstitions, but anybody got any golf superstitions? I have a couple. Yeah. I have, you got? I have two, mostly I have three, two involve what goes in my pocket. And then the other one is involves what golf cart I will, will or will not get into. So I, what every fuck? time I tee off playing golf, I have seven golf tees in my pocket. That's I start with seven, and, I, and if I run out, I put seven more in. So I go from seven down to zero, and then I restart. That doesn't happen too often. And then so I, if you have, so if you're on eighteen T, yeah, and you're you're out of T's, you're gonna put seven back in your pocket. Well, no, I'll use one, and I'm, I will not put it in my pocket, and I'll leave it. That's what I'll do. That is so weird. And then when I mark like, my golf ball, I have to have either a quarter with George Washington looking at my start line, or I have the logo looking at my start line. So I didn't know that I was, that I was roommates with like an absolute psychopath. I'm, I'm learning a lot. I'm learning a lot here. And I'm a when little, I put my ball down, I don't, I don't use the line. So I just kind of like angle the, <laughs> I use a white spot on the ball. I angle the logo with my, where I want it to start. So if I have a playing a tricks on, I put the tricks on like here. If my start line's a little right, I put it right. And then, and then my final one is I will not, I say this, if, if I'm playing like a public golf course and they assign me a cart, I'll just deal with it. But if, if my cart has like a bad golf number, like a bad nine hole <laughs> score, or God forbid, a bad 18 hole score, I'm switching <laughs> carts. If I get cart 82, no, won't do it. Really? Cart 41, not riding in it. Cart 32, yeah, all day. Wow. Uh-huh. Tom, you might want to lock your bedroom. I mean, this, Dude, this guy's I, got issues. I, part three. I part think three I need to be a business partner. This is weird. I don't like <laughs> just this is weird. I don't I didn't know. I didn't know the human being I was sitting two feet from. Yeah, and that's I, wild. Also, any, I, I also do don't you, clean my golf ball if I'm playing really if it gets muddy, I'll clean it. But if I if I have like grass and stuff in my ball, I don't I don't ever Yeah, you know, I I was thinking about you were about to ask me if I had any. I, I was I was really like jogging my brain. I don't think I have any. Um I take a shit before I play well, pretty much every time. As you know, if you've ever played a golf tournament, so does everyone. Um, <laughs> That's a cool, it's called, it's, called a, it's called a pre-rounder. Yeah. A pre-rounder. Um, I, I mean, this is probably bad, but like if I get a scuff mark on the ball, I don't ever take it out of play. Hmm. I, I, I don't, I play a dirty ball. I, I like to play. Like I like, I, I take pride in using a golf ball for like tens and twenties and thirties of rounds. Like I've take okay. pride in that. 
Yeah, yeah I've read that. Uh, right You've never played a golf ball for 30 consecutive <laughs> rounds of golf. If you're doing that, you are silly. Because probably, when, you, when you hit a golf ball more than 30 or 40 times, it starts to lose its luster. I think that's bullshit. That's, but it's fact. But 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 truly, I think I probably have just because I've played so many rounds of the, at the Cav that where I just don't lose golf balls. I never lose golf balls at the Cav. Play a month with one golf ball? Probably. I'm not buying it. I mean, all right. <laughs> I'm not, not going to prove it to you. Where's the mountain of golf balls that we should be having in our, in our yeah. house? That, what, what about you, Rezzy? I got, I got nothing. I'm the exact right? opposite of Trey. I, I show up, I dig around in my bag for a random assortment of tees. You know, I got, I, I might have two different kinds of golf balls in there. I mean, I'm kind of a mess. I kind of wish I was at least a little more organized, but I'm usually rolling up there. Just kind of this to where I can just kind of blindly reach into my bag and in one motion, just yank out seven T's a lot. Like <laughs> next time when we play, I'm like, you know what? No, this, you know what this, I should have known. You want to know why I should have known he was a psychopath before. And this is why he goes to the grocery store with a hundred dollar bill. That's it. Goes to a hundred dollar bill. Time, but a, lot. a lot of the time. And he will just go or down the aisle and like pick shit out. And like a lot of stuff, like a full groceries list worth of items. Yeah. And he will nine times out of 10 be within like $5 of a hundred dollars with tax and everything. It's actually somewhat scary. The other day we did it. I was kind of not even paying attention and I just happened to go and it was 99.99. Yeah. Is that, is that your life lifetime achievement, right? There? It's not, it's just, a, it's a small, it's like, <laughs> you know what it is, John? It's like when you're, you're in a room, there's no one around and you just toss a, a piece of trash, all of it, you know, crawl in buckets and no one sees it, but you just go, that was sweet. That's what hey, I do have. I do have one thing. I do have one thing I'm really careful about. Um, I hate a crusty old glove. I mean, yeah. it throws my whole game off. So, I keep gloves in the the like the foot toy packaging, and I don't um, hate that. I don't I've got to ha- I've got to have a fresh crisp glove. If I don't have that, um, I feel like my day is just shot yeah, from the beginning. I, I completely agree, Rosie, and I'm I'm down to my I have three gloves left of my uh, gravy train equipment uh, situation. So I'm I'm about to be a full on free agent on golf. I I have one sleeve of Strix on golf balls left and three Titleist gloves that Curtis Thompson gave me. And I am, oh, and now I'm back to buying stuff and I'm, do y'all have a really particular yeah. glove you use or do you kind yeah. of switch I around? Strix on as long as it's white glove. leather and is a little bit small, it has to be. And I need it to be a touch small. I like to switch. I, I switched. I went from, I used to wear the tightest. I used to have it to be, I, I took a medium glove and just like stretch it. And now I wear a large and it's <laughs> huge and i like that better I yeah s- i made a switch set somewhere along the way i think it maybe i also cannot play a i can't tee off on the first hole with a fresh glove oh i do that a lot i can't like i have pop on the box no like i there's something about like i have got to get a couple swings in it first well yeah you know yeah. what i mean like i, I, I would can't agree just, with that like, i can't rip it out of the package throw it on throw a new one on crispy mid, you know round. a crispy glove is like it's a nice thing on the driving range but not so much on the first tee that's 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 about all I you got. You got more than you think, Tom. That's one it's one thing, two things. Maybe <laughs> two things. Maybe two things. Well, I mean if we keep if we keep talking, we'll find more. Well, it, well, this is if if we're doing okay, I guess if we're doing like non-competitive rounds of golf, if I ever make a bogey, I'm drinking a beer, at least one. <laughs> like ever. Like at any point in time, if I'm just a, a beer immediately. Um if 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 I've you know shortness of time shotgun it is usually the 
method of choice. Yeah, but. and then we would play on this this Wednesday game. Birdies, you. Uh, oh yeah, birdies is usually fireball shots, but that's only for Wednesdays. Yeah, so but it's yeah. Wednesday in Pompano Beach only. I just realized we haven't chatted at all about the PGA Tour event. Um, congrats to who the fuck won? Joaquin. Joaquin. Oh my God, Joaquin Neiman. Yeah. Let's go. How about him really shooting 63, 63, 63, 63, 63, 63. That kid's unreal. That was impressive. I uh, I was really curious to see how he handled the weekend. Um, and I mean, he didn't obviously keep up pace with his 63s, but he, he kept he kept distance between him and, and second just enough. And, and he, he really impressive win. By at least one. That's that's all I need to do. Um, yep. Not gonna lie, when when Cameron uh, Young hooped that wedge for birdie on 15. I, I, and then he missed that, like, you know, seven footer or six footer for par. I truly thought we were going to see possibly a switch to the leaderboard and then fucking Cameron Young dumped it in a bunker on 16. Damn it. But you know, Morikawa really came out of nowhere for me. I didn't even, yeah, he buried his last three holes. Pretty good on my radar. Are you guys going to make it down to uh, Honda this week? I have tickets. Uh, My pops is actually coming into town. So I will be um, on what are you guys doing? I'll be on dad duty. Um, we're going to, we're actually playing. I'm going to brag a little bit. I'm, I'm playing Seminole on the second. No. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to brag a little bit. Yes. I, am playing, I am playing Seminole on the second. Brag I'm, away. Good yeah. I'm you. very excited. So first time, first timer. And I'm playing wow. with Giles too. So come on. Yeah. It's going to be pretty amazing. I'm not going to lie. It's going to be probably like a top. I'm trying top to think if 50 I, day of if my I life. Get real, if, I if I get real against. small, do you think I can fit in the bottom of your golf bag? And just <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. slim. So Good for you, man, that's fantastic. I can't yeah. wait to hear about that next week. Yeah, no, that's, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty amazing. I'm, I'm super excited, but um, doing that. Any, from everything I hear, it's, it sounds like Vinny kind of runs that place. I mean, he's he's the man at Seminole. Yeah, it's Vinny and um, what's the other guy's name? Um, I have no idea. We talked about it the other day. We did talk Buddy, about it. Buddy Marucci or so. Um, oh, all shit. those all those like yeah, amateur yeah. legends from the eighties and nineties are all members out there. Yeah, I mean, seventies, eighties, nineties. It's it's like the most golf high golf IQ golf course like in the world. I have hundred percent. Yeah, so 100%. I mean, I'm just super excited because I've seen so many photos and I've heard so mm. many stories. Like, you know, my dad won the Coleman there, or is it the Coleman? Yeah, I think yeah. it's Coleman. Yeah, like you know, multiple times. So I've, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I mean, I've heard so many stories about that golf course, and you know, just mm-hmm. people like you know sneaking on like taking a look at it from the beach and stuff like that. So being able to actually step foot on the property and be able to play and go to that pro shop and stuff. Hey, what what I probably could do, I can just park at that gas station. That's right. <laughs> just put the drone up. Just te- text when you're on the hole. It's yeah. just that road. And that's just exactly a, what a I'll great do. Great pick of you and Jamie out there. Just and Jamie will be three sheets to win with a bottle of vodka singing out of the side of his mouth. It'd be sure. great. Um, who's your, who's your fourth airways. I, I don't think we have one. I, I, I think even better. Yeah. I think it's just going to be us three. I, Okay, I, well, except for Trey. I, cannot, I cannot invite people to Seminole. I'm sorry. I can't do that. If I had any more Paul, I would 100% be trying to invite, get somebody, but I can't do that. First time going. Yeah. Just let, let me let me get my foot That's in the door. I, I, got, I got a text last last season from a buddy, uh, one of my best friends, and he's like, hey, is there any chance we could, you could get a, this guy on Seminole? I was like, dude, no. I can't get me on Seminole. Like, in, let let in, me no. go play there first, and then we can then I'll, yeah, I'll exactly. see if I can make some interest. But uh, but we're go we're doing we're doing Seminole. We're going to play up in um Juno. I'm not sure where we're playing. And then uh Seminole's, Seminole's in Juno. Seminole's in Juno. Oh, I mean not not Juno. Jupiter. 
No. Uh, where does Copac get le- lessons? Vero. Vero. Going to Vero to play golf up there. And then possibly going down to Miami to play golf with some golf with Jim McLean because him and Jamie are friends from, you know, way back. So we awesome. might be hanging out with him. But, but yeah, just yeah. kind of hanging out. I just want to, you're just going to chill with Jamie, chat. That's great. Might, we might get him on the pod if we, if he, if we can convince him. Right to here, do it that'd again. be great. Also, uh, hey, maybe see if Vinny's, uh, Vinny wants to start oh, off about anything. I, I, to have I him on too. That is, that is part of the, of the, you know, regiment of what I'm going to try to accomplish on this round of golf. So I'm going to talk to Vinny about trying to get him on the pod. I'm going to work with him real nice. I'm just going to kind of, he's not shy. He's got the best stories of all time and he loves, loves telling, you know, telling you what's on his mind. So I think he would be an all time guest if we could get him on. No, he's done podcasts. He did it back at the range. Yeah, I did. I got a, I got a feeling he did. He did golfers journal too. Yeah. He's, he's, I feel like he's done three or four podcasts in the last few years. So, um, and, and, and what's so neat about that is I listen to all of them and he's got amazing different stories each time. Like, it's like, it just seems like he must be an endless wealth of, I'm of just great excited. golf stories. I'm just excited to listen to Jamie and him just going back and forth because that I'm going to be like a fly on the wall to some of like the most incredible shit talking and bullshit that's probably ever going to happen. Like ever in, in front of you, for sure. in front of me, like it's, I'm so excited. Like I could not be I more excited. To, I can't wait to see that. So, so yeah, but, uh, good but for yeah. you. That's awesome. Thank I'm you. I appreciate you. I am I'm super pumped. Yeah. I think we can wrap it guys. That was a great pod. Michael Brennan. What an absolute legend. Wish he still had the mullet, but he's got a new circle T. So good on him. Yep. Um, yep. what a fucking day. Let's go. Loved it. Great day. Thanks for coming on Mike. And I uh, hope everyone has a great rest of your week and enjoy the Honda. Yes, sir. Pleasure. Thank you.